0: the PSST hotline. So, I'm recording again. I waited a bit. You know the deal with time here by now. I don't really know how long it actually was. And then I called Orson. In her office, I didn't record it because, well, I forgot to record it. So... She works for the Inhuman Resources Department, which I guess makes sense why she'd have to deal with Ron. She offered to meet me in the break room and talk a bit more in-depth off the phone, so I'm kind of getting myself pumped up for that right now. I'm thinking, maybe I'm one of the few human beings that she gets to meet and see. I have so many questions for her. What is this place? Why can she leave the floor, but I can't? What's her office like? Can she leave? She seemed pretty happy to talk to me. I think. Or maybe she wasn't. Oh god, I'm gonna bore her. Oh god, she's gonna hate me. What am I doing? What was I thinking? What if she thinks I'm not good enough to help? What if she's just as trapped as I am? Do I have mascara in my purse? Shit, I probably look like a mess. Who knows when I last changed this shirt? Does my breath smell like ham sandwiches? (sighs) Of course it does. That's all I eat here. Do I have any mints on my desk? Listener, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that I'm probably not the best at making first impressions. Well, that's true. I think I messed up and sounded super weird when we first met to be honest, I was pretty awkward on that phone call just now, too. I said a lot of really corny things that didn't really land. Like office jokes. I don't want to talk about it. It's not important. Or, I mean, it's really important. I want to come across as professional and interesting to her and maybe a little intriguing or smart. I think that'd catch her attention, you know, to get the hell out of here. Shit, it's Mara. This is the worst timing. Maybe? I don't know how time works here or when Orson is going to show up. I gotta take this, though calling the PSST hotline. This is Rachel speaking. Hi, Mara. Good to hear from you again. Oh, uh, good. I'm glad I got you again, Rachel. Do you
1: remember me from last spring? The the dreams and visions and waves are back.
0: I do. I'm sorry to hear that, Mara. Have they changed at all since you last called? A, A little, yes. They're growing. Growing?
1: Yes, they're growing. It's not that they're getting longer. They're getting taller. Thicker. Older. There's a viscosity to these visions, and the metaphors are denser. I see corals below the light. Kingdom. Beasts with great clawed legs. A speaker with no tongues. Arms outstretched, waiting, beckoning me down. It all has a meaning, but they're not in languages we can understand. We have teeth, and they have fangs. We eat, but they feast, Rachel. And I am a guest at the dinner table, and I will tear at the meat and choke just to have a taste Mara!
0: Mara! You're getting distracted. Are you okay?
1: Sorry. This, uh... I've been getting these sorts of dreams for a bit now. Okay, I think.
0: When did these start getting more severe?
1: Uh, well, since I moved in August. You moved? Yeah, to, uh, uh Capitola.
0: In California? Yeah. Mara, that's on the coastline. You're closer to water now.
1: Oh, <laughs> I-, I guess I am closer to the waves.
0: Why did you move out there?
1: Well, it was the oddest thing. My partner got a call from a cousin out here back in the summer with a wild job offer, and I guess there was a spot out here for work in the historical museum. It was kind of a no-brainer, and the dreams were getting softer, and I remembered what you said about the water, but it felt like my destiny was out here. Huh. I had to, Rachel. And for a few days, the vision stopped. I thought I might be leaving them behind, simply sink into my subconscious like a memory you put behind you. But then I heard the flow. and The currents tore louder than ever. And soon, I was taking full baths every day. and I was taking swimming lessons at the community pool and I felt, I felt clean, Rachel. For brief moments, I knew what I was and where I had to be, and everything felt so right. It was my womb and my rock and the hands that held me together and soothed me. Uh, Mara?
0: Mara, you're drifting off again. You need to stick with me. (sighs) Sorry. You don't need to apologize. Something's manipulating you that's beyond our comprehension, and we need to break it. Now, let's see. Did you hear any names in your visions? My own? No, like uh, anything that would drive you mad to repeat. Pardon? Yeah, like uh, Eldritch things. Cthulhu or whatever.
1: No, nothing of the sort.
0: Names of domains?
1: Oh, just stuff like a watery abyss, sunken glory, the deep flow, floors, great expense. The crack of the world, deeper down than men fear to tread. Palace under the waves, grave of the ancient mariners,
0: ageless temple- Oh my god, okay. I think I get the picture. Let me see if I can get any info about any of these titles. Oh, Okay. Oh, oh, I found something. What? You're dealing with- oh gosh, I can't say this name. I've ogdmurk. I've murk. Yeah, close enough. It says here you can stave off its approach with. soil. You need soil soaked in human blood, and you need it underneath your doormat. And it should be blessed by a priest of I- ogdmurk you- m- m- every month. I, uh.
1: I don't know if I can get all that. I mean, soil, sure, but soaked? In human blood? That's what it says here. Oh, Orson's here. Hi, one second. And, uh, where do I find a priest of whatever you said?
0: Well, uh, if you got to the city, it might have a cult located there. If you look for a symbol that looks like, uh, an M with an X and a sideways P, you'll find a cult leader there.
1: On, on, like, a door or
0: something? Sure. A a door, or a dock, or a piece of clothing. A dock?
1: I thought I was supposed to stay away from water. I
0: mean, you learned how to swim, right? Just only go near the dock with someone else present, okay? Make sure you don't start having visions near there, and start wandering into the water.
1: Okay, and will this cost anything?
0: It, uh, it might.
1: Gosh, I... I don't know if I can do all of this mean, can I just use a little bit of blood, like a few drops of my own
0: uh yeah i I think so. It says soak, but that's usually a fairly loose requirement,
1: okay, good, and that should stop the visions.
0: I think so. yes, are you all set mara
1: i I don't know, Rachel, but thank you. This was really helpful.
0: Happy to help. Call me back if you need some more information, okay? Uh, Will do. Bye! I thought that call would never end. Time to meet Orson in the break room. Ah!
2: All set with your call?
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming down to talk with me in person. Uh, It means a lot.
2: Of course. Couldn't say no to a colleague in need.
0: Well, okay, but you'd do this for anyone. Mm,
2: Yes, in a way, but I typically work with our non-human staff. Ron, for instance, requires a special work environment. Many others have complicated needs as well. It's more grunt work than you'd think. We've got a Bigfoot named Gary in tech deployment whose HVAC constantly needs to be repaired from all the, um, uh, shedding. No one ever has interesting issues. It's all nutrition and upkeep. We're all swamped just keeping up with swamp monsters.
0: We? You have other people in your
2: office? Sure. There's Marie, Rich, Chris, two guys named Steve. Whoa. One is What's New Steve and the other is Hey Steve, since they didn't really want nicknames. So I differentiate them with different greetings. Huh. I mean, it's not that impressive. Just a life hack I picked up.
0: Are... are they all human? Are... are you human?
2: Rich is a kind of lizard. But the rest of us are human. If you're curious, your profile says human too. Which makes sense. You look like one.
0: Well, I try. It's hard to keep it all in mind. I'm here alone in this office, Orson.
2: Now, I see lots of people working here. To confirm... You really don't see anyone else.
0: No, I don't understand why. Do you know?
2: No. And I don't like it. That's no way to work.
0: I know, right?
2: How else can you collaborate on strategies? Make calls better for the end users? It doesn't make any sense.
0: And we have, like, no bargaining power. I swear, it's wearing me thin just being alone.
2: Your co-workers don't even have your level of awareness of the situation. From what I've seen? I'm certain it wears on them as well. Do you have a team welfare committee? Does Ron hold group meetings?
0: No, we don't do any of that. We're mostly flying solo here.
2: That's an honest shame. I think you'd all be a lot happier working together with your colleagues.
0: Well, that, and I'm trapped on this floor. I can't seem to find the staircase.
2: Curious... I take the stairs here when I come to visit Ron.
0: So you know where they are?
2: Sure, the stairs are the-
0: (coughs) What the hell? Did you hear that?
2: Yikes. That's not good.
0: (coughs) (coughs) I'll look into this. Uh, thanks. That means a lot. I hope you don't mind, but you seem like you'd be better off in human resources rather than, you know, inhuman resources. You think so? Yeah, you're all organized and stuff. Like, you've got everything together for yourself. And you're good with people. Very likable.
2: Well, I don't know about that.
0: Look at that binder you have. Did you color code everything with colors and sticky paper? And
2: colored pens. Oh my god. Excuse me, it's perfect. I color code my life. Everything is penned in just how it needs to be. Without it, I don't think I could focus or keep my day straight.
0: I'm not thinking so straight myself right now. So, uh, what color did you pen me in with?
2: Well, you should try keeping a detailed schedule. And blue for out-of-office personal meetings. Hmm. Actually, you might like this. One second. Check this out. Remember these multicolor click pens? That's what I use. Wow,
0: well, how worse than I haven't seen one of those since middle school, maybe. <laughs> it's kind of cute.
2: Well, make fun if you want, but I think it's pretty convenient. I'm not
0: making fun. I, it's actually very cute. I, I, I like it.
2: Oh, well, in that case, get your own. Oh my
0: god, I will. <laughs> Orson, seriously, though, I need your help. I want to get out of this office. I have no concept of time or space here. My manager is a literal beast. There are people, my supposed co-workers, I, I trapped in here in some wild mind game. No one's getting paid, probably. My food is just ham sandwiches. The Office of Paranatural Services is going to be the literal death of me, and I don't even know what it is we do here. Please, please say you can do something for me.
2: Michelle, listen to me.
0: I prefer Shelly.
2: Shelley, I don't even fully know what it is that OPS does. I don't even know why it's called the office when it's not a government institution. But I do think I can get you help. There's a lot of information I need to gather first. But rest assured, I will absolutely get you help. You seem very clever, so just keep looking out for anything unusual and keep up your work. People are relying on you.
0: They... they are? I am?
2: Sure. Our customers, your team. They really depend on you. Oh, they do? Mm Mm-hmm. Good talking with you, Miss Gardner. This was productive and pleasant.
0: Uh thanks, Miss Bancroft. <laughs> My heart is pounding so fast. Orson, I know you can hear this. I-, I can't thank you enough. Co-workers who can't hear me, I've got your back. And Ron, watch your back. Listeners, you're about to hear a whole new agent. We don't know what's going on with this whole damn company, but there's one thing for sure that we do know. Something here is rotten, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it all. Am I scared? Hell yeah. But I'm not alone. You hear me? I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I'm not alone! This has been an episode of Paranatural Support Service Team, Deep Flow, Part 2. Today's episode was written and produced by Jolene Cutnor. Additional music was composed by Daniel Cutnor. Today's cast included... Mara, played by Julia Class;
2: Orson Bancroft, played by Rebecca Hanson.
0: Agent Shelley Gardner, played by Jolene Cutnor. Information on where to find cast members can be found in the episode descriptions. If you'd like to receive updates on new episode releases or ask the agent questions that may appear in future episodes, be sure to follow our Twitter account at PSSTCast. If you'd like to support Paranatural Support Service Team, see the aforementioned Twitter account for the Patreon, or simply leave us a rating or review on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening, and remember, there's always someone on the other end of the line.